Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 228 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Sailor. Willie, yes, what's sir? going on, my friend? How are things? Wonderful. Well, good. Things are wonderful. Well, good. It looks like you got punched in your eye, but you're just recovering. That's. You could make up a great story. I could that. make up a great story, but it's it's highly annoying, by the way. Yeah. It's. it's yeah. Matt hurt. Crap. He's Willie's been on the mat a lot lately. Well, Obviously. hey, it's the gift that keeps on giving. You, you get hurt, but you get it for life. For life, it's 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 uh, even more dedicated than most marriages, you know. <laughs> LJ. Well, Joe Williamson has it. Bader has it. You LJ LJ went LJ busts out. It looks like there's a child growing from his head. It ain't good. <clears throat> Not good at all. So, been rolling out rankings, um, but I think the thing mo- most people have been talking about lately are not just the Suriano thing, but Rutgers looking forward, moving forward. How good are they going to be? Not only this year, but I think the question you wanted to pose, Willie, is like, what does this mean for Rutgers? And Jersey wrestling long term. Well, I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday, somebody, a head coach or assistant coach or something in wrestling. Drop a name. Drop a big name. I forget who it was. Dan and they Gable, were like, go. <laughs> they were like, well, R- Jersey fans are really pumped. And oh, they're pumped. You know, it, it occurred to me like the Suriano Suriano going to Rutgers is not just good for the next three years for the Rutgers pro, Rutgers program. It's it's bigger than that, right? It's uh, it sends a message that sorry, I don't think he can win there. The elite guys think they can win there, and um, you know maybe more Jersey guys stay home. Yeah, I, I've I've long felt like the biggest, and this is maybe years ago before Rutgers was getting all Americans on a consistent basis. That Rutgers was the true sleeping giant in mm-hmm. college wrestling. Um, 
Penn State was obviously at the height of their powers at that point. But when you consider the the amount of talent in New Jersey alone is insane. It's one of the you know four or five best states uh, in wrestling, in high school wrestling. Rutgers is probably the biggest brand there. It's now in the Big now Ten. Now in the Big Ten. Which is a huge draw for a lot of guys. They were in the IWA, which was you know the second or third best conference. But the elite of the elite want to wrestle in the Big Ten. So you've got that now. Their facilities are on the up and up. I don't, I don't think they're in their new facility as of yet, but they're going to have a nice new one soon. And then, you know, you got a four-time state champion in Ashnault there. Ashnault was a four-timer, right? Yep. And now you got yes. another – Right. Now you got another four-time Jersey State champion. I think there's been three of them. Two of them are on the roster now. Right. Who was the other one? Gray? Mike Gray. Mike Gray. So, you know, there's a lot of momentum there. There's a lot. And, and another thing that is so no, interesting camp, about Camp won four. Camp did win four. So maybe there's been four of them. Wait, Scotty Winston, how many he won? I don't know. All right. There's been at least 36 uh, four <laughs> times it went from three to thirty six. Well, you got two of the legends, right? On the roster. Legends. Ashnault and Suriano. And another thing about Jersey, a lot of state pride there. Mm-hmm. Jersey loves being from Jersey. They love Jersey. They hey. love their state. Hey, you come to Jersey. That's right. I mean? That's you right. Come to Jersey, you do good things. Here. Oh, easy. Easy Tony Willie Soprano here. Um so I think when you factor all those things in the talent, the state pride, Big Ten uh, close um, to the city. Close to the city. There's a, there's a lot of things going for Rutgers right now. And now you've got... <laughs> why Nick I Sirianni. say close to the city, you, ch- you got a face. You know why I chuckle. Oh, because of our joke? Our freaking, our freaking city. Let's tell let's let's tell. Uh, we've told this joke once, but... Okay, well, Kyle Kyle tweeted yesterday, this is, his, this is his freaking city. And I think some people didn't understand what he was talking <laughs> Namely, about. Namely, one, Joe Battaglia, who works here, he's like, yeah. uh, Jersey uh, is Jersey a is state, not, not a city. A city, it's a state. Yeah, so when, when we were in New York for NCAAs, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Gary Abbott is from New York. Gary Abbott from USA Wrestling. Strong Island. Native. And he was walking around saying, this is my city. But he wasn't really. It wasn't real. He wasn't saying it like that. Well, we just turned Kyle, it into a thing. Me and Kyle just turned it into that. Yeah. Turned it into he was saying it was his, his freaking city yeah. all the time. So now we say that everything is everybody's city. <laughs> And it's now true. it's just taking a life of its own. So New yeah. Jersey is Nick Suriano's freaking city, correct? Correct. Right. I mean, do you see that quote? He's going to take New Jersey with him. He's going to make history and take New Jersey with him. Yes. It's his city. It's oh. his city, officially. Officially. He basically said it there. So I think for, for Rutgers, I think it helps the recruiting. And when I think you're going to see the fruits of um, – I don't know what the fruits have to do with anything. They're just going to have a really fruits, good year. Maybe some vegetables. There's no fruits. There's no produce involved. They're going to be really, <laughs> really good this year. And that, in turn, will, I think, yield um, a improved recruiting. Or the recruiting is not bad as it as is. So Suriano, uh, eligible right away. Chance Marsteller, eligible, eligible right away. Yes. Good, good for him. Um, Please. Assuming that he's all cleaned up. Um, I yeah. so badly just want this to work out for him. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I mean, I don't want to be naive, you know, but I think watching his wrestling in April, in uh, May at the trials, May, June, um, I don't think he could have wrestled that well not being on the up and up, not being in a better place. I don't know. He He's, I mean, I don't know the... 
the ups and downs necessarily for Chance, other than like the kind of the public situation. But he's kind of always been good. <clears throat> he only really had the rough stretch when he was down at 57 for Oklahoma State. Otherwise, he's always kind of been either excellent or pretty good. So it's tough to say, but I, I do think he was his freestyle. I mean, we saw him at universities two years ago just gas against gas, Neymar. Yeah. Just wore out. And I don't think we saw that in in Lincoln. You know, he beat Anthony Valencia. He actually took Imar down once, I'm pretty sure. He I thought he looked great at What's trials. your prog what's your prognostication for him? Sixty five sixty five, right? Sixty five? Sixty five. I mean personally, I'm always I've always aired high with Chance. He's been one of those guys where I I just expect pretty big things from. I'll put him in the I, – I think I, – I don't think anyone's beaten Neymar this year. I think losing um, – I think – yeah, I think he'll be the best guy. So we didn't get to – you know, we're turning out rankings one weight at a, a time, and we won't get to 65 for a couple days till next week. But um, but where, where does he go in the pecking well, that's order? That's what I was, <clears throat> was trying to say. I'm not going to put him up there with Imar, but in that Vincenzo Joseph, Logan Massa, Chandler Rogers realm – because those are the guys. Joseph, the rankings are probably going to be something like Vincenzo, Imar, Logan Massa, Chandler Rogers, Chad Walsh. So, and, and then Jordan Cutler, who I think is excellent as well. So, when you consider that, I, I mean, I think top five potential. You know, potential finalist if he winds up opposite Imar. But a lot of things have to happen for that to happen. But I think talent-wise, I would put him on that tier. Maybe it's a little high. I think that guys like Logan Massa can beat him. I think that Vincenzo certainly can beat him. I'm all, I'm super curious about a Chandler Rogers potential matchup. Former teammates, I don't think they hit his their redshirt year. They would have, but, but the NCO got snowed out. <laughs> Dad gone. Oh I, yeah, that's I was right. There. Was Chance would have wrestled the match. He wrestled a honey badger match. Honey afterwards. badger match. He was like, "I'm warmed up." Let's that do had it. a great feel in it that year. It was that was maybe that was the saddest part. One, I was there and kind of wasted a day. Two, it was an amazing field. Yeah, Michich was there. <clears throat> uh, who else was? There were like a couple good guys in that field with Michich, Chandler Rogers, and Chance Marsteller. Same bracket. Like, School district or government or state government or something. Yeah. They shut it down, right? Virginia. They're like, no. Virginia shut it down. Virginia. Sometimes, sometimes they don't even make you go to eighth grade. Was sometimes. That, that's that the cell phone match? Is that what you're talking about? No. I filmed it with a Flow Sports property camera. But I'm saying, was was there a match there where the lights were off and the the lights from the match were coming from cell phones? No. Or am I thinking of something else? Yes. thinking of something else. The lights were on. It may as Ashnall. well have been, well been, been the Scott Trade Center. <laughs> Anthony Ashnall, a three-time All-American. I said two-time. Not because I ever thought he didn't place, but because I can't believe he's a senior already. That's crazy. It seemed like just yesterday the lights were on in the Scott Trade Center. Now he's a senior. Uh, Cadet Worlds update. Um, Colton Schultz wins a world title. Um, the girls are in full swing now. Nomad. Run it down for us. Well, we got uh, Emily Shilson and Lara Boyd in the finals. Shilson's which, a killer. Yeah, Shilson. That one's probably not terribly surprising. I mean, if you've you've watched her, she had a tough Fargo final, but otherwise she has completely ran through everyone in America. And then Alara Boyd, Lara who Boyd. was uh, world bronze last year, back at the same weight. I mean, probably 
could be considered one of the, the favorites, if not the favorite, because the girl she's wrestling from Japan. Surprise, surprise, they both have Japan in the finals. Daggone it. Um, but the girl she's wrestling from Japan, I can't I can't find any info <laughs> on it. looks like this is her first uh, world's appearance. Hmm. So... Well, they are like 14, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't travel around the world at age 12. I can't find any. (laughs) I looked looked your Regan results the last 10 years. I can't find anything about this young lady. (laughs) Nothing. Okay, well, good luck. So how do you like the new, um, the two-day? You know, Greco people are on us, including Coach Lindland. Sometimes he he responds to troll accounts. Yeah, so a troll account got on us. Well, you didn't mention. Well, you you talked about Soriano for forty five minutes. You didn't bring up Colton Schultz, um, and then Coach Lindland responded, "Yeah, this other site would have had all kinds of stuff on." It. Yeah, well, that other site is a Greco specific website, and it wasn't in the middle of Colton Schultz's tournament. wasn't done yet at the time, right? It's just like Greco people always. And then Coach Green, who I love you, Coach Green. Y'all, y'all are not. Y'all maybe have a good personal relationship on Twitter. It's always just daggers. Why? Coach Green always just throws daggers. But then on on, on like text, it's like, "What's up, bud? How's it going?" Like, <laughs> we have a good relationship. I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. But I'm like, I'm like, what do you, what do you guys want? What do you, what do you, what do you want us to do? And he goes to age level. World champs, two age level uh, Greco world champs. Yeah, that happened five minutes. You want a dock? Was that, should we have a dock in the bucket ready to come out? And Bader's on his way to I mean, Finland. What, what do you want? Get Bader to Finland. Uh, yeah, it's always, it's the same old thing, right? Greco, no love. Greco, Greco, we need more love. Women, women's wrestling, we need more love. We get it, right? Um, but that being said, I kind of off the rails there because we were in the middle. This is day two. This is the first kind of time ever that there's yeah. a two-day uh, thing. I kind of like it. Although it gets a little <clears throat> confusing with like, I'm so internationally wired. Like, yeah. okay, today is Dan Dennis, Jordan Burroughs, Travel Delagnev, Jaden Cox Day. Okay, those four guys. Now it's like this overlapping. It's like, wait, I don't like it. I'm like, is Greco still going on, Nomad? <laughs> like, is Greco, like... Where where are we at in this tournament? I'm very confused. I don't like it. Oh no! Wow, Willie's out. You're out. Why don't you like it, Willie? For that very reason. Oh, just for that. You reason. wake up, you watch wrestling. You know that Jordan Burroughs is wrestling today all day. He's gonna. But now Jordan Burroughs will wrestle two days. I don't care. I don't want it. I want one narrative. I don't want. Come on, dude. No way. You can't. You have. I'll said, tell you another thing. Listen, hold on. You have said for years like how. It's gonna how much this will help for, with storylines and building them up when the next day when you know yeah. the finals are I set. I changed my mind. You changed it. <laughs> that's no longer gonna help the storylines build. Oh, um, no, I don't think not really. And not. I'll tell you another thing. It, it's real. It ruins. Uh, first of all, they have Rapishog on the next day. Shaj. Do it. Do it on day one. Soft G. What are they? Double parked? Do they have to get out of the arena at a certain time? Have the Rapishog on day one. I don't like it. Have the metal matches set. How about that's that's part of the storyline too, right? Well, we're gonna do this so that we can have better storylines for a second day, and we can market it and blah 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 blah. We have Rapishog on day one. The stories aren't set. You don't know if a guy's wrestling for a medal. Well, we'll we'll find out tomorrow. 
hey, we should have this tournament so we know well, what that's we're getting. Good. It'll keep more more as more people are not are or are not eliminated and have a shot at metal, that'll keep more eyes on it into day two. Well, you're not gonna show up because you're not gonna watch because of Repshog? I mean if I have a if my if I have a a countryman that could get a medal, I will watch. Country? If he is eliminated, I will not watch. That's the way it, it works. It, you're gonna you're gonna have other guys wrestling anyway that are starting their tournament. I'm Moldovan. Are you, are you talking about? Just, are you talking about the last final day? You're of the tournament? not looking at this through the Moldovan lens near enough. The Moldovan, they'll have a guy wrestling in his first match, except for the last very last day. Maybe you're, you're arguing for There's, the very last day. Um, you're you're basically saying eliminate more people on day one. Yeah, I'm saying. Yep. Okay. Yes, I am. And another thing that does is it doesn't – it hurts the stamina aspect. It probably hurts the United States. Oh, it's fine. You I can, mean – You can say it's fine, but it doesn't It doesn't give All right, well, I don't want to – I don't want an endurance contest. I don't want to – That's what the Russians said in the 90s, that it shouldn't – it should be a – it should be a, a sport of skill, not a sport of stamina. Listen, you can still do what you – those guys are going to get just as tired yeah. in well, six nah, minutes. Not just as tired. They'll be, they'll be tired. They'll have to we make can tire. We can tire them. We can tire them, but it's not the same as wrestling every, good. That's every good for 20 America. minutes. Let's, let's focus less on getting guys tired and more on – I mean, not that America's really struggling. No, right I, now, don't, I don't think we focus on getting guys I tired. Either. I think that I it's, hear, it's a I – hear, I hear – It's a byproduct. I hear them say We are like better that. at it. And I was thinking about this last night. Um, it's a byproduct of probably our college system is that we wrestle these long matches, we wrestle long duration. We're we're in, we're in better. We have better conditioning than other countries. I think maybe for a long time, what, what you're alluding to is for a long time we relied on that, or there was this little thing in the back of our head that said we can out, we can win them late, we can out, you know, condition them, and. Now I think that's a secondary or a tertiary thing is that we're we're skilled enough we're skilled enough and but we also have the conditioning. And I was thinking about this last night when I'm thinking about the 2-day weigh-ins and the 2-day format and is a is a byproduct <coughs> of that too um the doping cuz when you have that muscle, when you have a lot of muscle, you I mean there's certain steroids right that keeps your conditioning up, but there's others if you have too much, the more you muscle need, you have, the more oxygen you burn. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, big muscles need big oxygen, and you run out. I mean, you see these enormous jack guys; they they just get tired. I mean, Godoya. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That's that's a, that's he's, it's funny. That's exactly the, the one I was thinking of. He's the like, I'm not a child. For I'm not a doctor or anything, but you know, more muscle means more more oxygen, and Godoya was a perfect example. It's like Godoya. We've seen Gadisov meltdown. We've seen. I mean, you see it in. You see it in college. Well, both the guy have melted. You see it in college. You know, guys that are like super jacked. Like, um, yeah, I remember one of the Thomasites. I mean, they were just so freaking big and strong, and like, they, they would just get. I forget if it was Max or Zach. It doesn't matter. They were really, really good. But like, I think it was in high school, especially. Like, they would just get tired. There's, you're so big. It's like it's not like you're not in shape. It's not like you don't train hard. It's just like your body. It has different requirements, it's right? Phys or physics or physiology, right? Physiology, biology, maybe. 
Don't know much about history. <laughs> Don't know much biology. Um, but yeah, I, but to your point, Willie, how so many American tournaments are multi-day. The NC2A tournament is three days. Yeah. Big tens are two days. I mean, well, I know, but we're maybe. not. But we're not. We're wrestling other Americans. I, I, I'm not I think we're giving them a advantage. I'm not saying as far as an advantage disadvantage. I'm just saying from a marketing, from a how the sport is done traditionally in America, it's multi day. Yeah, and there's guys not yeah. eliminated, and there's no, big, for, huge brackets. I mean, day how for many sure guys go into, from NCAs uh, into day two. There's probably like I don't know, they get, they don't even get down to sixteen, do they? For sure, I, I get your point. It's not. I'm not wholly against it. It's just when one tournament's starting and another tournament's wrapping up. I think it's, I think it will, it's our first one. Yeah. Can you give yourself a little time to adjust? You'll adjust. I think you'll you'll learn to love it. Maybe it'll be better. I'll learn to love it. There's you there's don't even know if the, you love it yet. There's also the aspect of they're trying to avoid wait times. Yeah, I'll tell you a good. I'll tell you a good um, thing. Full wrestlebacks. Full wrestlebacks. You want to avoid wait time? You want to you want to avoid a stupid dancing mascot that nobody likes? Whoa! Shots fired at Effie. <laughs> you want I... to avoid that? How about full wrestlebacks, which would require? I used to be. I'm actually not in favor of full wrestlebacks, really. Uh, but flip flopper. I've never been in favor. When people used to say, "Why this <laughs> replicog? Stupid! This carry system stupid." Um, I was like, whatever. You go. It's the World Championships. It's not the. It's not a you know participatory event, right? You go well. You're not you there go. to get mat time, right? You're not there to get mat time. It's to determine the number one guy, okay? Although so, sometimes you are go- like when we send teams to like you know, freaking Russia or wherever, the Urigan or Medved. It's like that'd be nice to get more than one match. Oh great, Joe Cologne drew Angel Escobedo round. Yeah. Well, I. Right, but like Eurigan has huge brackets. Some of these have huge brackets, but at the World Championships, there's not huge brackets. And what ends up happening Actually, is actually they are kind of huge. The World Championships brackets are very large. Um, like every country goes, they're big brackets. Yeah. Well, Olympics are going to be 16 man. Right. But anyway, um, you have you have wait time. You still end up with wait time, and um, why not fill that with full wrestlebacks, which don't require that much more. You know, I just worry about Effie needing wait time. Effie, Effie's Effie, trash. Effie, we, Effie. Kyle really has some pretty strong, strong mascot takes. Do you? He's, I mean, he's just trash. He was not a good dancer. Um, <laughs> Joe was like, I don't know. He looked stupid. I don't. It was. I declared. Helen thought he was a crayon. <laughs> yeah, I declared war yeah. on him. He um, declared a wow. Oh I think God. I won. I'm still here. France I don't know where is one he of is. Our allies. Fran- yeah. I don't get the mascot thing, personally. They Nothing. have one at every. every. They had the bull in Budapest. Um, I think it was a what did they have? They, I think there was a bear. A bear in Vegas. was one. Yeah. Who knows? They had. It was just. Uh, I think it was a gun in Rio, just like a firearm <laughs> or something, or maybe like a briefcase no. of money. No. Was that the mascot in Rio? No. It wasn't a briefcase of money. Mm-mm. Okay. I just don't get the point of it. Yeah. The Super Bowl doesn't have a mascot. World Series doesn't have a mascot. Mm. Just let's yeah. cut it, guys. We have a stupid mascot that doesn't even it doesn't even look like. You probably save some money because there's a person in there dancing around. You don't have to pay him anymore. There you go. Yeah. 
How about instead of <laughs> dancing mascots, we have wrestling matches? Ooh. You know? That would be exciting. Wrestling, what if we had more wrestling matches at a wrestling tournament? Also, so at Worlds, right? I don't know how many times you guys got this, but I got like a million DMs notifications like, how is Gwiz already on deck? He just wrestled. And it's like, guys, they hold the quarterfinals now. Like, they hold the quarters and then they hold the semis. Did well, you guys I one know of those? that back Burroughs' early runs, it they weren't holding it like that. No. Right. I, that, remember, I remember Tervel one time, I swear, he didn't have but 15 minutes, maybe, between, I guess it was maybe a quarter and a semi. I don't recall which. It was like. 13 maybe or 11. I mean, it was blink of an eye. Trave- I'm like, Travel's yep. up? I'm like, he. I'm pretty sure in an interview he even talked about, like, I I literally went back and finished my match, and I didn't even, like, cool down before I was up again. Like, yep. he didn't even warm up for his next match. So that was bad. They, so people freak out because it's, it used to happen all the time. They would, they would literally be up. Well, okay, you know. I don't think you have to completely disrupt the tournament, um, but when there's these wait times and there's these empty mats, pepper in, so you implement full wrestlebacks, you fill the spaces with the wrestleback matches, and then when the wait, t- say it's 20 minutes, you, you continue with your frontside matches, and then when semis are done, you just wrap up all the wrestleback matches. It takes you, I don't know, it'll take maybe another hour, maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, I I have no issue with that. I don't hate repishage necessarily, but yeah, full wrestlebacks would be better. Anything's better than Effie, the dancing crown. Um, okay, we want to talk a little little rankings. Thirty three and forty one have since come out, um, and we'll have one forty nine tomorrow. Any any thoughts? I know Nomad has thoughts on Nomad on has thirty three, but we've kind of hashed those out on Twitter. Um, but yes, let's. Uh, let's open up the floor for a little little rankings discussion, Will. Um, I don't know. What would you want to do? Thirty three first. Sure. Can we? Uh, we don't have to like get into it, <laughs> but could, no, 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 seriously, we don't because we did we did hash that. But can like please get into it? No, can we just say it though? You can so say people, it. so people know. <clears throat> don't spray it though. Yeah. No, I'm not. We're not gonna. Okay. <laughs> so because <laughs> I don't have it pulled up anyway. Um. Mitch McKee's ranked number five. Brian Lantry's number six. Dom Forey's is seven. John Ernestie's eight. Mm-hmm. Ernestie or Neste? Do we know? Ernestie is what I say. Ernestie. Space Ed or Neste? Anyway. Spay has some pronunciation Spay difficulty. Spay thinks he's the king of pronunciation. Well, Spay will also troll you with pronunciation. Yeah, he does. <laughs> what <laughs> he was he? Uh, I can't remember what he called someone. It'll come to me. Keep going. Um, I think I think that um, you and Spay too harshly penalized... Mr. Ernesto for for splitting with Dylan Duncan and that he has two wins over Brian Lantry and a major over Mitch McKee. He's out in the streets beating guys. And, yeah, that is my spiel that John Ernesti should be ranked number five to start the year. Whether or not he finishes the year or whatever, but that's for the, the process God, it's Ernesty. Yeah. Uh, so explain yourself. I will explain <clears> it <throat> as such. <clears throat> At this point, one, I acknowledge, I acknowledge you, Nomad. I acknowledge the uh, Ernesty lovers <laughs> out there that there is potentially, there is uh, a case that he could he could be as high as number five, okay? That is not an irrational thought, in my opinion. <clears throat> I just, I thought there's a lot, 
it's very circular. He beat this guy who beat this guy who later beat this guy. There's a lot of that. Mitch McKee has 20 losses, okay? I acknowledge that as well. Mitchell, I acknowledge your losses. You lost 20 times. But 13 of them were to, like, total Mitch monsters. McKee had 20 losses? He was 22 and 20. 20, 20 losses? <laughs> and he was in the round of 12. Yeah. He was, but, Record dude, very deceiving. He had the he had the toughest schedule of all time. Yeah. I'm he, actually in that doc. I, I, I was wondering, in the rankings doc that we're looking at, <laughs> it's like, toughest schedule of all time. I mean, what... Is that hyperbole? It's not. It's not hyperbole at all. I'll find it. I'll find real quickly and read down his loss. He lost to like okay. He lost to Clark twice. He lost to Tomasello. He lost to <laughs> Seth Gross twice. Stevan Micic twice. Cade Brock three <laughs> times. Eric Montoya twice, who he beat. Zane Richards twice. He lost to and then he lost to Ernesty, who's good. Devoy, who's pretty good. Hall, who was once good. And then Welch and Gray. So he lost to all the top seven guys more than once. So not throw those out, but like, okay, those are all reasonable losses. You do throw them out. I throw. I mean, for this purpose, like we're not comparing him to uh, uh, Michic or Gross, right? right? He's not even on that <laughs> tier. So you kind of do just throw those out, and then you just look at. So basically, his win over Montoya is the best win of the bunch. Ten to air wins and. Um, so, yeah, we went with that. Maybe Ernesty could be higher than him, and other people will do that, and I won't call them idiots, but yeah. this was our decision. That was, it that is was final cool. unless we change our mind, which we do sometimes. <laughs> do that. um, that's the, that's <laughs> another thing. Sometimes you'll look at it and be like, oh, it's not, yeah, cool. that it's not right. quite right. We won't, like, uh, hunker, we won't hunker down. I'll be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I do it. I do that sometimes, too. Yeah, some people do bear down. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any um, anything that jumps off the page at me. D- right, Brian r- Lantry still jumps off the page to me. Right, wrong, that, otherwise. Like, it is amazing to me. Buffalo has a guy ranked six in the country. Stutzman. Stutzman. Maniac. Total maniac. Great Fouries, I don't know. Uh, Fouries at seven. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I heard that he might be redshirting. Did you know? Uh... <clears throat> because he wanted to wrestle at uh, NCAs or in Pittsburgh, right? Or NCAs, he wanted, I don't know. In his freaking city. It's in his freaking, it is his freaking city. That is his North freaking Allegheny. city. Yeah, okay, so he wants to wrestle. Well, when's Pittsburgh? When's Pittsburgh? I don't know. Isn't it next year? Is it next year? I think so. Or else he's going to have to find a, find different ways to take red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's next year, he's only a... He's, he's listed a, as a senior. He's a senior? Yeah, that went quick. Oh, my god! Well, it would go <clears> quick. <throat> I mean, he didn't take a red shirt. I don't think that's right. Is he? Someone fact check it. I will. Immediately. If he's a senior, he was a high schooler. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he's a high schooler. Maybe he's exactly. finishing a semester early. Christian's no, having a lot of like uh, that guy is a senior already. Moments. I know. I I am getting old. I just don't believe Anthony Ashnault. You're still you're still a junior to me. Confirmed. Dom Forge is a senior. How has this happened? You're getting did, old, bud. Did he wrestle at Northern Allegheny and Pitt simultaneously? Um, I don't um, have anything at 33. Yeah, you know. But let's talk about maybe guys that are. Why don't we go like this? Well, let's go. Like that. guys that are ranked below eighth. That. 
Listen, I'm not talking about the top eight guys. Right. The guys that are ranked below eighth or even maybe unranked <clears throat> that you think will outperform or will do some real damage this year. Well, I'll say it um, for maybe the third straight year now, Ali Nasir of Arizona State. If he gets healthy, I think he's got the potential. And I think the new uh, scrambling rules could be beneficial to a kind of a freestyle heavy guy. Um, he's not going to have to worry about guys dive rolling him to death things of that nature. So he would be one. Um, Rudy Yates mm-hmm. of Northern Iowa. I like him a lot. I would say I, I think I like Tariq Wilson. So do I. But he's got to get by Jamal Morris. And maybe Jamel, too. There's multiple <laughs> Morrises. Tariq looked very good at uh, Junior Junior Open. Yes. I, I, I think he's... Uh, super NC talent. State with good problems down there. <clears throat> um, are they gonna Are they gonna do Deshaun Foss what I think they're gonna do again? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Did you see what? So what we're referring to is Sean Falls is six one and goes one twenty five every year, and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Sean Falls. So <clears throat> two years ago, they're like, he's not gonna do that again, and then he did. And so I saw Malik McDonald, NC State's. 97 he like just tweeted something like here's your dinner bro and it was like a picture of a leaf or <laughs> something i was like oh he's doing he's going he's 25 going 25 again poor genghis sean that is his twitter name and that but if he goes there he's he's got a good shot at placing but they need him there i don't know who goes 25 but i mean if sean Fawz doesn't go 25. They don't really have a 25, and they have 10 133 pounders. They have 10 133s. Is is college having the same issue that international is having, where it's like, how do you find guys who are that small? Because, I mean, you just, I don't know, two months ago advocated, like, 57 is nonsensical low weight for international. It's kind of getting that way with college, too. Yeah. No. Nope. No problem there. No problem internationally, no problem in colleges either. Problem. So say as Willie. You you might you might say this. Is, I mean, you could go go back to the 103 and 98 pound, and you know, whereas it once was 98 pounds, now it's 106 pounds is the lowest weight, and people would say, well, you know, it's it's a weight class for freshmen and sophomore. So what? I don't. So think what? Are they not allowed to wrestle? Uh, um. You know, well, 57 kilograms in in international is a that's an entry level weight, and it's all you know. It's guys that are just splashing. On. So what? Who cares? So that they people aren't a full sixty one, and they wrestle fifty seven for a couple years, and then they go up. So what? So people wrestle one twenty five for a couple years. I mean, Darian Cruz just <laughs> filled out to a one twenty five. <laughs> I mean, Thomas Gilman was a career one twenty five. NATO would be a re- career one twenty five too if he didn't, you know. Say it. He didn't squat all day. He Willie hates how much Nathan Thomasello lifts. Why do you lift? Do you even not lift, bro? <laughs> he does not not lift. He only lifts. You know, so, you know, Sean Fawz, just because Sean Fawz is cutting pretty hard to make 125 does not mean that 125 as a minimum weight is too low. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't. 125, college, I think it's fine. Um, pulling up the NC State roster, they do have a, they have Tommy Cox, but when you compare him to, he's solid, but he's no, he's on Foss's level. 
thought that, I thought Devlin yeah. might be a 25. Apparently not. No. He's he's... It. So, good. They have real depth at 133. <laughs> and then Kevin, another, Kevin Jack at 41. That's a guy cutting a lot of weight as well. All right. So, we're supposed to talk about guys ranked less than 8th at 133. Pletcher's ninth. I think Pletcher's <clears> is. Yeah, I mean, we talked like about a, him. That's like an unfair thing. Yeah, we said that two days ago. Um, Luke Welch is a guy, I think. Nah. No? Come on, man. I, I'd I like to see Shram, like, because he, cause he started the year 25, and, like, starting the year, I think, changes things a little bit. Yeah, I guess. But at the same time, I'm like, he was just disappointing last year for me. I, I think – Certainly, we've seen Shram place, right? He's a solid guy. But, yeah, he could be top eight. No doubt. No doubt let's about do, it. Let's do the same at 41. Run, so, 41 goes Heil, Jack, Meredith, Ironman, Ashnall, Kolodzik, McKenna, Thorne. Kolodzik. Kolodzik. McKenna, Thorne. Um, no real surprise there. Great group, <clears throat> right? I mean, a bunch of hammers. Um, maybe talk about some guys outside the top eight that you look – well, I've already – well, uh, number one on the list is Chad Red. Um, yeah. Who's stra- ranked? A.K.A. Strawberry Saucin. He's ranked pretty low. I mean, I don't – I didn't dig into it, but on first view, on first view, knee-jerk reaction. First take. Knee-jerk reaction, I think Chad Red is low. I don't, he's not ranked – I mean, he's ranked appropriately, but he's yeah. not like – I mean, his best wins Cole Martin I thought Russell he- Rolfing. He lost I a, thought he had some a good one at Midlands. You're, because he should have beaten Kolodzik, and he kind of blew it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? That was a crazy match. Yeah. He had it. He kind of had it won. Yeah. But Kolodzik, Kolodzik is really one of the clutches, He's a closer. most clutch guys. Right? Not a closer. He's a comeback. A closer is yeah. a guy who comes in and keeps the lead. Yeah. He comes in and takes it late. <laughs> mm-hmm. He makes a guy blow a save. He did it against <laughs> Randy. He did it against... Ashnall? Ashnall a couple times. Yeah, mm-hmm. several times. Just pop double. Yeah, Kolodzik's clutch. Like, he did it at Fargo against Keegan Moore. Yeah. Keegan Moore had it one. Craziness. So, yeah, um, Chad Red. I think I think a guy that could be a top six dude, right? Like, uh-huh. when we, we saw him go with Kolodzik. And my thing with Chad, like, amazing scrambler, really good on top. Obviously his cradle, but... Watching him this spring, even though his results weren't amazing, his ability just to get to legs, get to both legs, his leg attacks were really clean. And if he's doing that, getting the legs consistently, he could be – I mean, I don't know. You want to tell me he can't go with a with an Ironman, with a national? With this a, weight, what, what do you think is the deepest weight in the country? It might be this one. I'm going to say – This is not – but it's not – oh, Canaan Stores won. Store. There's a couple guys that aren't even on here that are going to make some noise. Nick Lee. Yanni. Nick Lee, That's what Yanni, I'm Brent Moore, Virginia Tech. Yanni. I think I think the field the, – oh I think the field at 41 <laughs> – I'm getting nervous. From <laughs> the field at 41 from number one to number 33 is going to be the toughest. It's going to be the deepest. It's, because it's you, not. The, once those guys, once Yanni and, and um, Nick Lee are in the right, it's going to be like – it's going to be like 12 awesome. It's going to be like 12 awesome. And then, yeah, 12 awesome. Who, okay. uh, who else has 12 awesome? Okay, yeah, but I'm saying you said to 33. It's going to be – I think it's, it's going to be – I mean, 
I mean, no, you no got offense. guys. Look at some of these names, okay? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call out anyone, but it's uh, okay. Let me tell you who's not in the top twenty. Right, guys like, guys like Nick Lee, AC Headley, Vince Turk, Brent AC Headley, all right, Brent Moore. Brent Moore can be good. Yes. Sam Turner, who could be good. Uh, I think it's. I think it's going to be a, the best field. I, yeah, know. I think we'll get to like twelve, and then it'll be just a very regular wait. But yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Okay, let's do this. Out of these freshmen, Nick Lee, Yanni D, Kanan Store, Chad Red. I can't. I don't know how to differentiate those four guys. I don't know where they stack up in my own mind. Okay, part of me thinks Yanni D could just be that guy right away and just like literally be a title contender. But I'm worried about his health. Get well soon, Yanni, if you're not already well. He got like the plates taken out of his elbows finally. He had so, plates in them. Yeah. He had screws. I thought. Yeah, something. He had. T- he tweeted a picture of. It. He's like finally got these out. Like he has nine elbows. If you look at him, it's like he's got. His his arm is a weird looking thing, but <laughs> his arms are weird. They're very long. They're they're almost wings. He, he might be able to fly. He might be able to fly, which I don't know if that's legal. Um, so yeah, those four. I don't know. Couch, to couch take it away. Power rank those four guys, because I can't do it. <sighs> couch. <laughs> okay. Um. So we have Yanni, Nickley, Chad Red, Kanan Stewart. Uh huh. Those four. Yeah. Um. Yanni. V high on Yanni. Um, Chad Red, Nickley, Kane and Store. Okay, man, yes, Kane and Store fourth. Someone has to be, but it's so close. It's not. It's not like there's a huge gap between one. I will you go. He's gonna put Kane Store fourth. Watch. I'm not saying it's a bad ranking. I'm saying it's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. I would go the exact same way. You go, Yanni, Chad, Lee, (laughs) Kane. I don't know. It's I so, saw Mark Zuckerberg do it. It's so tough. Daggone. All right, Nomads. You, you go. No, I want to hear Nomads. All right. Nomads going to talk about I, planets or something. No. He's like. So, first of all, looking at what Bracky just pulled up, having the things in his elbows, that's concerning. Can um, you just say four names in a row? Just say four names in a row. Come on, Dr. James Andrews. I love Yanni in freestyle. I don't love him in folk. Um, I didn't want to know. Damn it, Nomad, just say four <laughs> names in a row. I got to think it out. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Forget it. You're Forget off. It. You're Can't, done. Hold on. Christian, go, what is your... I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Nick Lee. I knew that was coming. Did you now? Yeah, you're... You just know everything, don't you? Oh, Kyle Nick knows Lee, Chad Red, Yanni, Kanan. The disrespect. All right, I'm The going. disrespect. Give me a freaking break. I love Yanni. I love him. I'm I love Kanan. Listen. The disrespect. Kanan almost won the Schultz. I mean, <laughs> there's not an easy choice, but Nickley goes to Penn State. That's a bump. I'm going Chad Red, Yanni, Nickley, Kanan. All right. Nobody even cares anymore. That was like a half hour. Yeah, that was a half hour ago. <laughs> we've, we've, we've moved on. We've uh, moved on. Who wins the national title? I'm not doing it again. All right. But, no, but you, you know don't. what? But you know what? I picked. I learned immediately, not immediately, but I picked Joy McKenna last year, jumped off that train, and I vowed to never pick against Dean Heil again, no. and I am not going to. Nope. Not doing Me it. Neither. And I ain't picking against Dean. All you dummies out there that think Dean Heil doesn't, doesn't shoot, score. doesn't score, 
you're a dummy. You should have watched his NCAA. That narrative was already written before NCAAs, and then you didn't even watch NCAAs. Because he was, out, he was like, scoring the first takedown against everyone. His toughest match was probably against Sackerel in round one. I think that was one of his closest. Big 12s, he took down Bryce Meredith like six times. That, yeah. That was one of those weird matches that looked close numerically, but it was like it was all Dean Heil. So while he does have his, like, DiCamillo matches where and Jimmy Goulibon matches in the regular season where, like, he's just, like, skating by. At NCAAs, yeah. find me his find me in the last two years his NCAA match where you're like where he was like skating by. Yeah. But one thing that is in my mind is like we've seen so through the years. Maybe it's just a thing, but guys going for their third. It's like we saw it with Gabe last year. We've seen it with Tony Nelson. We saw it with Quiz. Quiz is kind of an exception because like the goat was wrestling him. That makes it difficult. But like, and also Quiz basically won. Yeah. Like, that was, like, if he escapes, he wins. That was, was that the greatest match of all time? It was the greatest heavyweight match of all time. Imar was going for three last year. Imar was going for his third. So we've just seen it, right? I don't know. So that's the only thing I'm a little, like, but certainly there are guys that he's can. A, I'm not superstitious. Wa- no, I'm not superstitious. I'm just, like, is he's just a, a little stitious. Just a little stitious. You're a little stitious. But I'm, like, is there a trend here? You're mild stitious. Is there a trend? I don't know. Just when. They always say it. It's like this wrestling cliche that, like, how much harder it is to win your second and then how much harder it is to win your third. Like, it's very difficult, right? Like, to win your first one's the easiest, but when you're the guy and everyone's pursuing you, what? I don't think it's easy to win their first one. That's what – look how many champions have won before, like, they were a senior, like, didn't finish with a title. It's pretty rare. Guys that – I don't, know. I don't t- listen to me. It's the, one of the oldest cliches in wrestling. Like, your first one's your easiest championship to win. The second one's harder than that. And the third one's, you know, and so on. You've never heard this? What do you- Gable said it. Gable said it. Have you ever heard of Dan Gable? <laughs> Gable so- was going for his third. I know. That's why it was so tough. Gosh, why do you have to bring that up? A little stitious. Christian, when you uh. say Dean Heil is more high scoring than people think, what is a number at NCAAs that you think is a uh, high-scoring amount of points? I mean, it's all relative because Jason Ault scores 30. But I'll say, like, if you're scoring six, you're, you're scoring multiple takedowns in the <laughs> NCAA tournament. That's pretty good. Because he, he scored 31 points. Divided by? Five. Five. So Same number as Corey Clark. Oh, Wow, shots fired by Nomad at Corey Clark. Yeah. Wow. Nomad just said Corey Clark. People just think he doesn't score a lot because he doesn't score a lot of bonus point victories. Like, in fact, he never has it in that's, season. Right. that's accurate. Right. <laughs> and so they just see that and they're like, oh, he's not exciting. He doesn't score points. And also, also they focus on the biggest, right? They they see a couple matches. They see a match with Goulbon. Oh, he should have been pinned. That, and they, they focus on, they, they focus on the worst. Of his performances, right? In the Zane, Nolf, Nichols, Kyle Snyder types that just look like they're drilling out there. They'll make it easy for regular human beings out here just trying to win titles. Yeah. Okay, so that's 41. That freshman, well, it's not a trio, foursome, four horsemen. Um, They're going to be fun to watch, all of them. And uh, we should revisit this, our power ranking, come March. Yeah, it could be a, a fun little. I'm looking forward to that. Wait, I want Brock, it might be the Brockerl most... too, and and Jared Prince. I'm looking forward to. Did you say Brockerl? 
Brock girl. Is that his new thing? Yeah. Is that like his like Brangelina <laughs> couple name? Were you just like combining it? I actually, I, I'm gonna. You didn't realize. I, I you, thought about taking he, just taking credit for it, but I actually. You didn't mean misspoke. To say it. I didn't. But it works. Brock Earl. Brock Zach Earl. Are you cool heretofore being known as Brock Earl? Because we'll do it. We, we will yeah. coin that nickname. We'll make sure. But if you're not cool with it, Brock Earl, Brock Earl stops now. And we'll make sure people call you Brock Zach Earl. So someone. What's the best name? Did we do this ever? The best nickname? The best nicknames in college. Mm. I don't know if we can do this one off the cuff. Yeah, not off the cuff. Maybe this needs to be vetted. The proudest. I'm proudest of ZZ Top. ZZ Top is, is a great one. Maybe we'll do it for another show. Another show, because I'm not currently equipped to equipped to do that. Um, so that was 141. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why is that funny? I don't know. Willie and I just shared a look. And oh, that's cute. It's had to do with equipment. That's so cool, guys. Oh, that's hilarious. I love inside jokes. <laughs> um, the best 141s to never win an NCAA title. We're kind of resurrecting this topic. This 141 is... Juicy fruit. Wait, okay. can I hold on? Work real Uh-oh. quick. When do 49s come out today? 41 is today. 49s tomorrow. 49. I'm talking about 49 rankings. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's that's talking about. That's what I just said. Are you with me here? 41s today. 49s tomorrow. Okay. I'll give you a quick. Zane Rutherford gonna be in the top three. I think. I'm not saying be, where. I think he should be one. I'm not saying where. You got to find out tomorrow. Gio Martinez. Gio, listen. Your your man's made it is making it hard on us <laughs> to rank him. For returning AA, he has some audacious losses. I don't did know. you see him in Akron? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did we bet? Did we bet on this show? Because I think. I, yeah, we made a bet who would be the starter. Oh yes, mm-hmm. at NCAA. I don't remember what the wager was, but at NCAA. I think it was like a thousand dollars. I think it was Chipotle, but. I think it was Chipotle. Do you too. even like Chipotle? No. <laughs> <laughs> Great All right, job, Willie. All right, um, something over at Luster then. Yes. Oh geez, please don't. There's much good food over there. There's no, a lot of good just options. the tater tots. Luster <clears throat> food is good. No, there's a bar right next door called the Luster Pearl, and it's amazing. We're getting ready to leave this place though. We're going somewhere else. I don't like it. Okay. It's like a block away. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Different, <laughs> different neighborhood. You can walk there from here. Okay. Best to never win a title the last 10 years, guys. So don't start throwing out ridiculous names. Mike Poeta. Mike Poeta. <laughs> Mike Poeta is not eligible, guys. Stop saying Mike Poeta. Um, but anyways, the four for 141s, Mitchell Port, Montel Marion, Devin Carter, Boris Novachkov. This is not easy. Boris beat... Boris Should we run off their placements real quick? Go Boris ahead, beat Kyle. J.O. that year, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell Port, round of 12, second, third, second. Montel Marion did not qualify, second, fourth, second. Devin Carter, round of 12, fifth, second, third. Boris, uh, round of 64, seventh, second, third. Round of 64. I don't know. That's AKA just what's going on. <laughs> Round of sixty four. <laughs> I know. I don't tournament. know if Spay put that. Did somebody? Somebody really said round of sixty four. Spay put round of sixty four. Yo, Spay stays low key trolling people. <laughs> <laughs> round of he, he he calls him Ernest er, Ernest, Ernest Day. Ernest Day. One time in front of Nomad, and then Nomad comes on the show. He writes down R sixty four. Kyle says it. Oh, so, okay. No, no, no. He earned the dubious distinction of going zero and two from the pigtails, never making it. 
even to the round that of is, 32. That's dubious. That oh is dubious. Oh, my gosh. Round of, 60, <laughs> round of 64. Round of 64 in a 33-man bracket. All right. Anyways, back, <laughs> who was that? Never one to let early setbacks keep him down. Devochkov now competes at the highest levels of international freestyle wrestling for the country of his birth, Bulgaria. <laughs> he is. Oh, he is a piece of work. <laughs> okay. Back to the topic at hand. Who are you taking out of that group of four? I think it's a group of two. Honestly. I do too. I think it's you're either Team Montel or you're Team Mitchell or you're Team Playing with Yourself because I ain't putting Boris in there. And it hurts me to say this, but I don't think you can put Devin on there with a loss to Port, right? I think that's automatic elimination. As much as I would love to say, let's go. It ain't Huggies. Carter. I know. Well, so Agreed. I love Mitchell. I'm going to go with Montel because of he was so close. He was close to winning twice. Yes. Like he took Dake to the brink, and then mm. he was even closer with Russell. Uh, Russell. That went to OT. Yes. Sure. Extra yeah, time. Yeah, that was crazy. Sudden victory. What was um, – <clears throat> Free wrestling. What was – Port had a, a two, a three, and a three? Or a two, a three, and a two? Two, a three, and a two. So he lost to Maple – Lost to Evan Henderson, then annihilated him later. And then, and be, then but that's the year he beat Zane. Yes, lost. the year he took third, he beat Zane Rutherford. So <laughs> turns out, turns out Zane, Zane turned out to be pretty good. Um, we didn't think at the time he'd be anything. <laughs> but what? Ah, oh, man, it's close. You tell but, me, Montel Marion versus Mitchell Port. I'm taking Montel. Who? When, when Marion had – didn't Marion have a five in there? A he two lost to Tommy Thorne. Or Four. Tommy no. <laughs> Six not. Thorns ago. Not Tommy, not David. Mike. 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 Mike Thorne. That was a, <laughs> that was a classic. Uh, Montel got screwed twice. Do, do you guys remember what happened to him against Kellen Russell in the NCAA semis? I don't. Shut up. Yes, you do. It was like the most... Co- Bobby Douglas made a video. It was a touch. He took him down. He got to rear standing touch. Yeah. They didn't call it. Then he had him set on his hip. They didn't call it. He took the untakedownable Mr. Gyro, Kellen Russell, down twice in, in like a, kind of a, the same sequence, and they never called it. And, yeah, and then Russell kind of took care of Novotkov. Little issue in the, in the finals. It's really but tough. then later that same tournament... He lost to Tommy Thorne. It was a win. Not Tommy. Mike, it doesn't matter. Thorne. He's just Thorne. He's just Thorne. I'm sorry, Tommy, David, Mike Thorne. I do know which is which. But Mike Thorne, the official didn't get in there and start it. And Mike, the craftiest of the Thorne brothers perhaps, took the shot right on time with the whistle and took him down. Tom Brands lost a team point, lost his mind. It was kind of bad. It was kind of controversial. But Montel kind of got screwed there. But at the same time, you got to be ready to wrestle when you put your foot on the line. Anyways. Was, was Mitchell – Mitchell was never close though, right? Like, no. No one was ever like, Mitch is the best guy at the weight. No, no, no. I mean – But Logan. His matches were against Logan weren't close. It's like 6'3", 6'2", no. something like that. got majored in the finals. Whereas Montel – But – at the same time, kind of got hosed against Russell. But, His match with Dake was close. But here's the thing. First of all, that was 
true freshman day, and it wasn't really that close. Second of all, being close to Kellen Russell, yeah, you're going to be closer to Kellen Russell because Logan is like one of the four best to ever do it, right? So, yeah, Port wasn't close to Logan. That's because Logan is a far better. I don't mean in status. I mean in actual match. Yeah, that's what I mean. Of, co- of course, you're going to finish close. You're going to have closer matches with Kellen Russell. He's not as good as Logan Stever. So, of course, Mitchell Port is going to have a larger yeah. deficit. But we're be- trying to determine the okay. best to never. But I'm saying, yeah, right. But I'm saying you have to look at who he lost it to. And I'm the guy that picked Montel, but I'm saying that's kind of a flawed rationale. Because um, it's Kellen Russell. You're comparing you're comparing, you're comparing losing to Kellen Russell to losing to Logan Stieber. Logan Stieber, obviously better. Mm. And one of the most... Mm. Bo- prolific bonus scorers we've had in the last 10 years. Yeah, I'm just I'm just setting up a rationale, not a rationale, but just another reference point on if the guy was close to winning. <clears throat> sure. Um, ultimately, I would say Montel. What, let's say the couch. What, yeah, what Please I don't said, look at any medical records. I said I was the first one to say Montel. Wow. All right, you need to take Port then. No, man. Because otherwise <laughs> it's complete disrespect on this show. I am. Way off, dude. The the lack. <laughs> well, hold on. The the lack of a year plays into it. Um, losing to a goat. I mean, I guess Montel also lost to Dake. Dake. Dake so goat. that also factors in. Um, Dake I would say like career nine, career Port gets it. <laughs> if you said Montel beats Port in a match, peak of their careers. Okay, like when we were doing the best to win, best to never win for saying peak. Montel sure could, but I'm saying Port. Okay. Did they ever wrestle? Maybe I'm saying Port, too. I think I'm saying Port. No one flip-flops more on their picks than Willie. So, how about this for the transitor property? Oh, God. (laughs) Hunter Stieber beat Kellen Russell, but Mitchell Port beat Hunter Stieber. Hunter Stieber beat Kellen Russell. Yep. But Port beat Stieber. But beat Stieber, and Russell beat Marion. Listen, well, hold on. Now, hold on. You can't say that. Hunter Stieber owned Mitchell Port. He lost to him one time. Kellen Russell beat Hunter Stieber multiple times. It was lost to him one time, and never lost to him again. I'm going. I'm going Mitchell Port two three two, with a win over Zane involved. So senior year, Montel beat freshman and or redshirt freshman Mitchell Port six one in the what second. What was Port's round. freshman year? Would that 2012. be eleven twelve? Yeah. I wonder if he ever wrestled Montel. He literally just read off a result. I'm sorry. I was looking it up. What did he say? <laughs> you just pulled a hard willy there, Dad, Christian. Go on in. I'm well, sorry. Well, he was looking stuff up. I'm sorry. I, he said that Don't defend him. Montel, that, Montel beat him. Yeah, the year that uh, Mitchell that, went I, round I, of 12. That's the reason I thought that. The year Mitchell went round of 12, they wrestled in the second round. Montel won 6-1. to one. Domination. If you want to use that, he was a that's freshman. Perfectly, that's what I'm saying. If you want, he was a freshman, but the match happened. If you want to use that, that's perfectly fine. When Kyle Snyder was a freshman, he won the Olympics. So, but not until from then on, all freshman arguments <coughs> null and void, because anything's possible. Yeah, and Port lost the, to Mangrum in the round of twelve. The real answer, I mean, the real thing is the best version of Mitchell Port mm, and the best version of Montel. It's a fun match. Yeah, of it's course. a great one. Yeah. It's probably one of the closest, right? I'm, think? I'm thinking Montel Marion early takedown, oh, right out, right at the end of the. Of no the way, first Mitchell period. was great on bottom. No, late, late, he just snakes it right at the buzzer. Okay. They even 
No, because I knew you were going to okay. say that. Brand even, uh, or Coach Flynn even reviewed it, lost his challenge, gotcha. which hurt him at the end. Controversial takedown. <laughs> got way up. Might have been two for Port, but he didn't have his challenge because he lost it early. What time Shilson wrestle? Soon? He just went full nomad on that. I know. Played out the whole match. Got the whole match. Yeah, I don't know what time. And then he went full nomad, just bringing up Emily Shilson out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. Because that other, was <coughs> out there. A couple other nomads notes. Um, Wyoming Seminary getting two high-profile transfers. Uh, I think I think three will be three will be on the freshman big board. Carson Manville, Zeke, Zeke Escalera, and Cole Reese. Cole Reese, right? Is Cole Reese on Sam? Oh yes, yes he is, yes he is, yes he is. Did I just say something? No, it was in the article. It was no. in the article yesterday. Oh yeah. And and he yeah we we knew that in going into Fargo so never mind. One thing I wanted to talk about as as we discuss Greco Roman and I know it's nine o'clock but let's just do what we feel. Um, have they ever considered uh, the RTC model or something akin to that? Because I, I think one of the things with Greco, and I, th- I think there's a lot of reasons maybe the best guys aren't going Greco right now, or there's not a lot of guys training. But I think one of them is if you go the NCAA folk style to freestyle route, you have all these great training areas, and you can go to all these great schools. I can go to Northwestern, get a world-class education, train freestyle. Yeah. Um, I can go to Nebraska. I can go to all Penn State. I can go to Cornell. Yeah. Great point. Okay. You Greco, go Greco, where you go? You go to OTC or Northern Michigan. Those are your school out. I mean, OTC is not a school, but you could go to like one of the schools in the Colorado Springs area, or you go to Northern Michigan, yes. and that's it. So you're really limited. Really limited. If I'm a if I'm a really good Greco prospect, I win Fargo three years in a row, make a cadet team. Um, I might like to go to the University of Nebraska. I might like to go to a Division One school. I might maybe Wrestling I want to go to Arizona State. Maybe I want to maybe <laughs> I want to go to um, you know. So well, I don't can't. think you can't have a. Now I'm not saying they're gonna just gonna have this massive RTC Greco program, but you could start putting in RTCs in different places, getting coaches there little by little. It's not gonna be an overnight thing. It wasn't overnight with freestyle. It took a little bit of time. But I, I think it's something that they should definitely be pursuing instead of keeping. I mean, Freestyle yeah. tried this, right? Freestyle tried to make like the OTC, like the training center, the the focal point. It didn't work. Not everyone wants to move to Colorado Springs and live yeah. there. It's a, that's an excellent point. I, I never really thought about it in terms of like that because you know people say you know why does why is our best high schoolers, and when we say best high schoolers, we're talking about the top ranked guys in folk style, right? Mm-hmm. The top ranked, the top ranked guys. What are our best guys? Mostly end up wrestling freestyle. Well, because it's the easiest transition to a college program because they're getting money to wrestle in college. Better schools. They're wrestling right. Better schools, and it's it's a the transition folk to free, folk to free is more seamless. Seamless. Right, it's, there's the transition. The nuances in Greco is so specific. It's a totally different sport. Right, right, and that that is what would make the RTC model in NCAA schools and other colleges more challenging. But I think if you could still lay the framework and give these give guys more options than 
don't go to college. Because I think right now, Coach Linland and company, they have this, like, you're either all in or all out, right? Mm. You're, like, either full in training Greco at one of these places or not. Like, I'll never forget when when Renan beat Cooling to make the um, junior world team, you know, Coach Linland was like, you know, he's not a full he's not a full time Greco wrestler, you know. Talking about Renan, who just threw cooling all over the place. So like, there's a there's very much that mentality that well, like, you need to be all in for for Greco. And I think if you put in these RTCs, you're going to get more guys that are a little more dedicated. Maybe that's not the model. That maybe that's not the winning solution. But it would seem it would seem clear that the current well, model what, is not going to. Yeah. I mean, if, I think the, that, I think the only medalists they're going to get are just like. They're not going to be a result of a, of a process or a program. It's like you've got Kamal Bay. He's an amazing talent. He's had great coaching coming no, up, I've, and it's going to transition. And, and Colton Schultz and Giancelo Hancock, right? Yeah, the, the, yeah. All their well, I think there's. I don't want to. There's a little. I don't want to say paranoid. Maybe anxiety on the coach of Linlin, um, for sure. But he wants to secure them. He wants to make prospects Greco guys. You're a Greco guy. You're a Greco right. guy because he doesn't want to lose them. He, you know, you get a good blue chip talent in Greco. You don't want to lose them to folk and free. But I think um, maybe the e- the easiest installation is to g- somehow get some funding and plop a Greco specific coach at these RTCs. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. That would be well, the thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure not reinvent the wheel, but yeah, add and it, it'd be a benefit to it'd be a benefit to the existing RTCs, right? Because, um, hey, do you do we offer Greco training? Jake yeah, Allard's we do. a guy. Jake Allard's a guy that you know likes Greco as well as freestyle. He's good at both. You know, hey, we've got a guy here that can you know you want to train Greco in the off season. Yeah, that's possible. It's not Taylor Lamont, right? Like, I I don't think you know maybe maybe some of the the D1 coaches won't like it. But, you know, I know Coach Papalizio, he brings in s- someone to work Greco with, with Nick Renan frequently. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, that's one of the best coaches in the country. I mean, Penn State has the, the Army. WCAP. Yeah. WCAP there now. Ben Provisor said he's going to move there. Yeah. So, so there's a couple things. Um, right. So you got Provisor and, and Manville <laughs> are going to be at Penn State now, right? Right. Um, Cornell's kind of. Yes, batting yes. around Cornell. the Greco thing, right? Um, Williams Baptist just started. This would be the second program, um, and they don't. They kind of lost the coach that was supposed to do it. But anyway, so you only have two programs, right? To your point about RTCs, you have Williams Baptist and you have Northern Michigan, both of which are, I don't actually know a lot about the schools, but considered lesser schools than like Northwestern or, right? Yeah. So, um, but what I heard at the U.S. Open with USM Freestyle, which was the trials for Greco, is that they're trying to get RTCs in D2 and D3 schools for Greco. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, D2s and D3s. I mean, you're setting... Why not D1? You're setting yourself up for failure. Because they're trying to create a market as opposed to fight into one where a lot of the D1 schools want a freestyle-based RTC because it's more likely to help their folk style program and because it's kind of already set, right? It's not going to help a D2 program in folk style either anymore. I'm just saying that was their plan. I get it. I know it's not – you didn't implement it, but I'm just fighting that logic that – Yeah. If you want to be the best, you have to – D2 is not Greco. You have to have Greco at the elite level. Yeah. 
The yeah. most elite level. Yeah, the best guys wrestle D1, by and large. For every Tervel to Vlagnev, there's 150 better folk-style wrestlers. Okay, I thought it, we were a little late with that, but I think it was worth going over for that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a, I think it should be explored. I think I think the current model should be challenged at least. I think they should be looking outside the box. I certainly don't have the answers, but we've literally we have the proof of concept with freestyle that it can work. Hey, speaking of, um, Colton Schultz, he wrestled really smart. He wrestled really savvy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also looked in. It appeared to you guys, he looked trim, lean. Yeah, like yes. like you know he was like <clears throat> even his hair. Um, you know he's a big, baby faced kid for all these years. Yeah. Um, immediately two two twenty pounder, you know, uh, as date. a freshman, and now he's looking lean and mean. Yeah. Could he be thinking? Well, maybe I need to start thinking about 197 for college. That maybe you know this one 130 is going to be too big for me senior level. I don't think. I that, don't think so. I, I don't, don't think, think that possible. that transformation happens. I don't. Maybe it's work induced and and diet induced, but I think it's just maturity too. I do too. I don't. I don't think he's thinking as a high school junior. I need to shrink down to 97. Like, I doubt he's thinking that way. Um, I don't think that's a smart thing to do anyway. When, I think you should go heavy. When you're 17 years old and 16 years old, like I'm going to trim my body down for five years from now. Yeah. I don't think that's a, yeah, I think he's, he's, a, he's, he's mature. A, he's a college heavy to me, and I think he's got room to add to his frame for sure. So with that, Spay is hitting me up right now. He says, stop, stop talking trash on D3. I'm not talking trash on D3. I'm saying, you know, <coughs> elite – he went. He was a D three, yeah, student athlete. You know, you want you want your Greco prospects to train at um, Iowa State and Old Dominion and not uh, D three schools. Okay. All right. Well, we will we'll bid you adieu. We'll we can play that outro music. Bid him adieu. Are you going to be? Are you gonna be? Can you commit to Tuesday? Yeah. Why couldn't I? Well, I don't know. You're going somewhere tomorrow. You're skipping a meeting, a very important meeting. I'm going to football, Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm gonna eat crawfish all weekend. Yeah, you probably will. Um, we thank you guys you so much. Do? Football's back. Football's back. Let's get baby. You gonna do DraftKings? No victory. Maybe, maybe not. Kind of Alan fantasy. Shut up. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. We will be back next Tuesday with or without Kyle Brackey. I could take him or leave him at this point. All that trash he's talking. And his yeah. Pathetic, Update. His he, pathetic West Virginia Mountaineers. Update. They, he got a the couple dog. things. He got the First dog of all. Fixed. Look at this dude. He's so triggered. Don't call me a young liberal, Willie. That was stupid. That was ignorant. When did I say only he You was, said that on the last show. You said he would oh, politicize oh. the neutering of a dog. Yeah. Like, Literally the exact opposite issue, of really. a young liberal. And two, how can you even say that West Virginia was clearly not the better team? They all gained Virginia Tech by almost 100 yards. And they were right there with one play to go. They're not clearly the better to team. To tie yeah. it. To tie it. That's what I said, right? He dropped a winning pa- <clears throat> He dropped a tying pass. Tying. In the okay, and speed team flip back and forth the whole game. West Virginia scored first, so they were probably the better team. And then Virginia Tech had to take the lead, then West Virginia took it back. My God. <laughs> oh, shit. You made the wrong Let's decision. Let's go, Hokies. Your dog has See no you Tuesday. testicles. Bye.